0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com.
1: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: Winners of the East London Challenge Cup soon after their formation in 1885. The old Millwall Rovers are now known to their roaring supporters as the
0: last. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Octon Millwall. Pulling the boxes, he'll Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to a grey, cold, wet South Bermondsey afternoon, January, 4th round of the FA Cup. Much maligned competition, but still has some magic to it, does it not? I ask you, dear listeners. Now, don't ever let it be said that I don't try and bring a little bit of culture on this programme, listeners. Like Bob Hoskins says in *A Long Good Friday, something a little bit more than the hot dog. You know what I mean? I've got a special guest for the show today, a playwright, David Vaughan. Welcome to the show, David.
2: Hi Nick, thanks for having
0: me. You're welcome, mate. Now you are here on a mission to write a play about our dear little club and its struggles yep. against Lewisham Council and Renewal, the gang, renewal gang. And you're gonna write a play about it, mate. That's right, yeah. Um, so I'm basically
2: writing a verbatim uh, one-man show about the, the CPO and Millwall, uh, the uh, Labour Council and I'm going to impersonate you in my show Nick. I'm going to take your words, put them in my mouth and I'm going to pretend to be you. No mean feat I
0: tell you. I don't know what to say to that listeners. I will be engaging David in more conversations after afternoon proceeds. Yes he really is here to write a play if you can believe it about our club. Um, I know, I know, not often you hear that sentence, but anyway, we'll, we'll come back to him as, as the match unfolds. We're here to watch the Lions play Rochdale, um, League 2 Rochdale, fourth round of the FA Cup. Um, not an easy fixture, he's I mean, there to be won. The, 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 the Lions are a second string 11 today, um, featuring of course Jason Shackle, our new loan signing in defence in place of Sean Hutchinson today. Um, so we've got a changed lineup to start us off today. Uh, Jason Martin. Jason Martin? Was it Dave Martin? Who's Jason Martin? Dave Martin in goal. We've got Jake Cooper and Jason Shackell in the middle. Jason, there are too many Jasons. Um, on either side, Marlon Romeo. And I forgot who the left-back is, but I'll come back to that later as matters proceed. Midfield, Tanny Cliff, Williams, Wallace. Up front, Elliot. Fred, and Marlon. There we are, I think I've captured everything there for you, dear listeners. Tony Craig, Tony Craig, Tony Craig's defence. This is why you tune tuning into my show this kind of party polished team news. So it's going to be Rochdale to kick us off, dear listeners, in their black and white stripes related to their origins when they imitated Newcastle Football Club, Newcastle United. Odd as it may sound, I did a little bit of research for Rochdale for today's show. They kick us off attacking a cold-blow lane in the first half, Lions obviously nothing, dark blue shirts, white shorts, League 2 Rochdale struggling somewhat, um, I think in the relegation zone so you know the script should say that we are the favourites here, they go on an early run forwards, a ball into the box that's over the heads of everybody on the right side there. Lofted back into the middle and Art Martin takes, calmly. Dear listeners, you'll be pleased to hear that. Joel Nitra sits on the bench. Um, controversial figure, Joel Naitre, of course, isn't he? Um, let a few shot, long-range shots go past him. Mistakes and errors up there at Leeds last week. And today we have the more solid-looking David Martin, as many have been calling for. What a game last week, dear listeners. What a game, what drama. I think I finished off my show last week with that phrase. And I shall start off this week's proceedings. With the very same phrase, but I had a conversation with um, Andy outside, mate of mine, the best away game he's ever been to, he says. Um, I won't argue with it. It was quite a quite a day. Um, to have it all, lose it, and then get it back again is, is a classic um, a classic dramatic motif, David, is it not? To have it all, to lose it, and get it back again. Is that not one of your dramatic yeah, techniques? That is, yeah, that does add to the drama. Well, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> so let me have the stage, Nick. Now. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: maybe that's what we'll end up with the uh, CPO.
0: Let's hope so. Yeah. Let's hope so. We want a happy ending. Yeah,
2: we all want a happy ending.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so when David's show goes West End and when it makes the uh, you know the, the, the kind of um, the, the peak venues, I will of course keep you informed. Um, I, I believe it's a bit of smaller scale effort than that to start off with, but I will keep you informed when it goes big, as it surely will. Lines pressing forwards here. This is Marlon Romeo. Ben Thompson. I didn't mention Ben Thompson, did I? Earlier on, the ball into the middle from the, the right side, over the heads of everybody. Two minutes into the game. Windy day, flags fluttering on the Docker stand, opposite grey clouds, rain in the air, not terribly cold, but um, cold enough. And the harsh wind that whips around the car park in South Bermondsey. You know what I mean by that, dear listeners. So Jason Shekel joins us on Lone this week, um, Neil Harris had a bit of a bellyache online about a fan posting a picture of um, Harris and Head of Recruitment Alex Aldridge sat in a lobby area of a hotel I believe somewhere over at King's Cross speaking with Shakell prior to him signing, um, Neil Harris speaking to the, the South London says uh, it doesn't help the club and it doesn't help me we've always been very private in our business during my time in charge you always run the risk of meeting, meeting in a public place but I'm disappointed a couple of Millwall fans have decided to post information like that on the social media. Well, if you will sit in a public space where people are around, you will get a bit of a chance of um, being seen. So probably best-hold-secret meetings behind closed doors, I would suggest. But what do I know? Just a bloke with a microphone in front of me. Speaking about Shaquel... Shaquel? Shaquel. I'm going to call him Shaquel. Is that not an American basketball player? Shaquel? Shaquille? <laughs> Shaquel has made... Uh, okay, uh, Shaquille alone. <laughs> Shekel alone. Um, Neil says he's got it all to play for because his future probably doesn't look to be at Derby. He's coming in to show us his hunger, his fitness levels and his ability, which he says are there. He's an engaging fellow and his record speak for himself. So I'm um, going to be interesting to see how he performs today. Shane Ferguson coming down the left on five minutes, attacking the uh, Rochdale area. That's a ball across the box to no one. Neither quite a shot nor a, nor a cross really there, David. Shot a shot cross. A shot cross. Could run kind of ran out of ideas slightly as he got to the penalty area but he had space there to run into so that may be paid for us later on in today's game listeners will have to forgive me if I slight sound slightly flat I've been yakking away to David for a couple of hours prior to today's game giving him the full rundown on the uh, CPO conflict uh, I haven't stopped talking for two hours and I've got to do another two hours talking so um, <laughs> there we are So if I sound a little flat and hoarse, I apologise to you. It's my fault. It's David Vaughan's fault. Playwright of the future. Mark that word down there. Rochdale free kick on the right. Ball lofted into the middle box on the edge of the penalty area. They're trying to work something here. Nice little work there on the right. That's into the defence and still in possession. Back into the middle. Ball just sticking on the floor. It runs. There's a little moment there where it seemed to run loose. Oh, lofted forwards by Rochdale. That breaks down as we're ticking down towards the tenth minute. Ferguson runs into a bit of um, a tackle on the on the left hand side. It's been a scrappy old start. It's not a game that's um, gonna bother the uh, the purists and the those that favour beauty in the game. But when we're a cold grey rainy day in South Burmans, you ever favour such people dear listeners. Rochdale coming down our left, the ball into the middle. That's headed clear by Shacal. Shacal O'Neill, an athletic um Almost salmon leaping out of the water style dive to put it into touch. Big game for them. Done their crossing practice before the match. Done their crossing practice. So. All down the middle. This is Rochdale on the break here. This is the 40, 60. Easy. Hard to tell his numbers. Slams into defence. Gone from Mill uh, Rochdale, throwing on the right. 11 minutes. A little bit of um, probably balance is just turning Rochdale's way marginally, but we will bring away now. As I say, a lot of criticism online. Jordan Archer has made errors and made mistakes. Um, it's got to be said that each time I've seen David Marcy in goal up at Villa and here again today, we're only 12 minutes into today's proceedings, but he does look like a comfortable goalkeeper. He hasn't um, flapped anything. Uh, 12 minutes in, I appreciate, but the same at Villa. And he looks settled and calm. Now, I'm not a, uh, an advocate for dropping Jordan Archer, but it is noticeable how calmer, proceedings filled with David Martin in goal sad but true 32 on the edge of the penalty hour, 13 minutes gone they're um, not doing you know, got some early wind in their sails let's put it that way they're still trying to work a chance down that left side it's going to go for a throw in got a feel for Fred number 10 he's, he's, he just made a little run there pointing where he wanted the ball it wasn't played into that space um, he could see the space he could see the run and made it but the uh, players around him didn't see him um, he can, only, he can only respond to balls he's fed. I know he gets a lot of criticism, but he, he, he clearly wanted then, and no-one saw him make that run. So, so I feel for him.
2: So, Nick, if you had to describe Millwall in yeah. one sentence,
0: what would it be? One sentence, boy, me. Um I did this once before. I think I, I came up with um, uh, family, community, and mayhem.
2: <laughs> like most families. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dysfunctional. Yeah. yeah. A very dysfunctional family in our case, but one that is nevertheless a family. Would you agree with that, dear listeners? A family of sorts? I think we are. It goes Fred, 15 minutes, that run down the left, into the box, Fred, taken, it's a penalty, the 29 clip, Fred, as he cut back into the box, little run down the left, clipped inside the box, Mill penalty, 15 minutes, comes towards the 16th minute of the game. It's going to be Jed Wallace that takes, dear listeners takes his run. Yeah. 1-0, slammed home. Nicely put away, dear listeners. Left-hand side penalty, slammed in. one nil wall. David was just saying a little touch on the Raheem Sterlings about that run from Fred there, Fred David. Um, and finished with a plum. Finished with a plum for the penalty. Let's watch it again. Slammed, yep, top, top left side goalkeeper got close to it but couldn't stop it so 1-0 Millwall decent looking crowd for a game with this stash of dear listeners, I mean the um, Dockers stand opposite looks about 3 quarters full I suppose cold blow laden, about half full so um, probably about the same I'd say in the Barry Kitch where we're sitting so probably, you know 8,000 maybe not a bad turnout cheap ticket deals today of course £12 a ticket which helps to be applauded by the club Nanny, I don't know if you've heard, and I might not be, you know, I'm not telling tales out of school here, listeners, but there's a chance Tim Cahill might sign for us. I don't know if you picked this up on the net at all. It's been kind of bubbling away all week. Um, a story published, of course, in the week um, on one of the Australian players that he was returning from Melbourne. Mill on the attack whilst I waffle about Tim This is Elliot, little through, ball, ball's loose in the middle. Fred's close, it's gone for a throw in as, as the ball ran loose in the six-yard, bo- six-yard box. He's pressing forward, let's get that second. Yeah, the Cahill story, will he, won't he sign? It's um, a number of times been put on by spurious media sources. He's coming in to sign a contract return to the prodigal son and all that old baloney. Um, but then t- yesterday there's a story he might be going to Notting Forest. So um, just to take the story from an up to a down, I'd love to see him come back, wouldn't you? Um I know he's 38, I know he's looking to get himself fit, ready for the Australian World Cup bid in in 2018, in in the summer. But um, what a player, what a presence to have in our squad. What a role model for younger players to aspire to. So I don't see a downside if he does sign for us, but it's still not a done deal at the moment. So we'll leave it there, the Tim Cahill story. Um, Let's hope for a happy ending on that front. Fantastic tackle by Shane Ferguson down in front of me on the two. Coming towards the 20th minute, that goal has clearly settled Mill nerves. And we're looking quite comfortable at the moment. Famous last words again after I said that at Leeds last week. Well, this is it. I think there was talk online that Cahill was asking for a contractual clause he would start. I, yeah. I don't think any club can, can go for that. Um, he's 38 and looking to get himself sharp for the uh, World Cup. Yeah. Um, yeah. He probably would start. He probably certainly come off the bench. I can see him as a, as a leaving the bench. 20 minutes to go. You need a lift. You need a goal. Tim Cahill's coming in. Yeah. Um, start him? I, I don't know. I, I probably probably once or twice, but not not regularly. I don't don't think so. He, he would certainly start on occasions. I, I think I think probably that's the conversation that's going to go on. You know, it would be great to see him back. I mean, whatever deal they reach, if they do give him a quota of starts, well, you know, that's football. But. Um, here come Millwall. Fred's clipped. Drawing one or two free kicks, Fred. Earning us some um, free kick situations. 21 minutes. Coming towards the halfway point in the first half. After a scrappy start, the Lions now looking much more settled. Playing their football. Did they serve Jay Deals was <laughs> it? Uh, no, no. Pie, you need to go to the Pie Mash shop for that. We'll yep. do that another day, mate. We'll, t- we'll, 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 we'll do a Pie Mash joint another day. Bloody thespians, all they want is the real working class experience, dear listeners, asking after jelly deals. No, it's, it's all um, chicken balty pies and, and meat. It was a chicken balty or a meat pie. Meat pie, yeah. yeah. They don't really need to know what kind of meat, you know. No. Probably best not. Uh, just on a serious level, David is putting together a play and it is about um, the CPO struggle. Um, this is ongoing, hasn't gone away yet. We've got um, elections in May, we've got politicians you don't entirely trust. A little oh, back heel, that's another free kick. I don't like a penalty. I thought that was a penalty. It was a little flick back, back heel from Jed Wallace to, um, that was Marlon. And I thought he was clipped inside the box. The referee's calling it right on the line of the penalty area, but I thought that was a penalty. 27 minutes. But yeah, um, so David is doing a play, so he does want to hear from people. If you want to um, tell him anything about your, what Mill means to you, what the, the struggle of the CPOs is and the danger of the club moving, um, what that would mean to you, then get in touch with me and I'll forward on um, anything you want to send to him. Um, he's keen to hear from he wants stories, people's stories for this, this, this production. Um, George Clooney's going to play me, by the way. They've actually not looked too bad. I mean, at least two side, David, but struggling. But they've shown some energy going forwards. They're not doing too badly by their standards. Yeah, I think they've got it out wide quite well. They've yeah. got some decent crosses. Uh, not much down the middle. Nothing in front of the goal so far. But, not um, really, no. It's a corner on the left, so um, they may be famous last words. 29 minutes. They're going to put the ball into the mix, see what they can do. They'll probably be a really bad cross now. Yeah, Then it comes. It's deep. Not too bad. Headed away and clear. Caught on the forest. So, it was upwards rather than I thought it was going over the bar it was actually upwards and now it's hoofed clear by the Lions defence afforded a little chance on coming there, a fantastic tackle and stop by Shaquille well there he's earned his stripes and his spurs point guard, point, point guard yeah that was a fantastic tackle I just watched that again on the on the replay the, the, the ball ran loose, the forward was running through and he had to get that tackle right or we concede the penalty in turn. Brilliant, brilliant tackle by Jason Shackle. Coming down the middle again, there's a chance, that's one each right down the middle of the Lions defence. Ball slotted in from the edge of the penalty on the on left hand side. Um, no more than they've deserved in all honesty, they're going to be really, really blunt. Let's watch it again, ball bounces down the middle. Past the, the last defender underneath the legs of, of I think that was Cooper, and sliding in from the edge of the penalty area past David Martin. One each. 14, 14, 14. Poor goal to concede, in all honesty. Having got ourselves in front of a game we really ought to be controlling. To be caught out straight down the middle is um, amateur our stuff. Lions making heavy weather in midfield at the moment, 38 minutes. Um, Rochdale retaining possession to a level that I wouldn't have expected them to, but there we are. But we're certainly making hard work of what should be... An easier task than the lines managed to create for ourselves at the moment. Anyway, we're making Rochdale look slightly like um, Juventus in that, that black and white kit. Here comes Marlon on the break down the right side. Comes towards the 41st minute. It's a beautiful run by Marlon into the box. Down all the way down the right. Can he get it back across the box? Too many um, striped shirt defenders in front of him. He's going to go for a corner on the right side. It's an absolutely wonderful run there by Marlon Romeo. This is Marlon right side 42 minutes Wallace and Marlon doing some nice work here little move there that's clipped into the box and headed away some attractive moves with between um, Wallace and, and Marlon Roby by far our best players in the half so far otherwise it's been a pretty um, mundane show by Millwall as we go past the 42nd minute Rochdale have never played outside the bottom two divisions of the Football League, dear listeners. So fourth and third levels, all of their history have never played higher than what we now call League One. I think they hold the record for longest period in, in the bottom division. So never a club that's achieved anything on the grand scale. But I take my hat off to the fans that follow them because Um, Greater Manchester's got plenty more glamorous options than Rochdale, so, um, you know, take your hat off to any any fan that follows their local club, rather than the easy option of United or City in Manchester. Ben Thompson had a quiet half, Ben Thompson. This is a a big chance for him to to shine. He's had a bit of a quiet half, like a, a few others in all honesty. I think Harris will be looking to get his players back into the dressing room and give them a fair ear-bashing, because this has not been good enough in the first half by any stretch of the imagination. Um, to get in front with the penalty and then not to press on and, can, and then allow Rochdale to get back into it is unforgivable. So um, they do need a good roasting in the, in the uh, privacy of the dressing room. Dave is just asking me how much Mill players earn per week. I must admit I haven't got a clue, but I wouldn't have thought there'd be... Um, Many earning more than 10,000 a week. Would you say, listeners? I, I, I the Savoie and Wallace would be my guesses at top earners. Um, how much they get, I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I would think somewhere between five and ten, but I'm no, uh, no expert on these kinds of things. So send me your suggestions. Fruits, fruity ones are accepted. Ball into the box there. They've, they've There's the half. Um, Yeah, I think I agree with that assessment by the crowd. I think that was... A A little boo. A little boo, yeah. Not not a full-blown boo. It was a dull turnout there, really. Um, Dull day. There's a penalty on screen. We've done well to get in front. And then we've let Rochdale get back into it. They've not looked too too bad, David. To be honest with you, they, they look quite uh,
2: yeah. Well, like not exactly. side. Yeah, I think Milwall made them look good. <laughs> Milwall made them look good. You, you've let them play. They let them have the ball, and yeah, they've had to pick their passes and their crosses, and one mistake, and they're in. They score and it's one-one.
0: Work to be done. The second after, listeners, we're back after these messages. Achtung, Milwall. Just a few half-time tweets and messages. I've got one here from Harry Warren, my, my, my oppo, Harry. Um, wow, he says, how poor have we been? I'll make you right there, H. Um, very, very poor. Um, Bermondsey Boy says, half-time, South London 1, Town of Sex offenders one. Hashtag Millwall. Dan underscore wall says it's the definition of grim. Cold, pissing down whilst we draw of a team second from bottom of League one I'll make you right there, Dan. And Harry again says he'd make three substitutes at half-time. He'd bring Savile on for the dreadful Tunnicliffe. He is, of course, chairman of the Ryan Tunnicliffe fan club. He'd bring Savile on for the dreadful Tunnicliffe. Uh, Gregory on for Elliot. And Fred, the only shining star, says Harry. Um, Fred, I think there's... I don't know if I make him a shining star, H. Uh, I thought our our brightest star in the first half was Jed Jed Wallace, as one would expect. Um, Fred's looked a little bit lost. He made a nice run to win the penalty, but he is up against a League One defence today, which sounds harsh, but true. Um, Otherwise, uh, Marlon on occasions made one or two attractive moves, but nothing of any note elsewhere. So much work to be done. Here come the Lions out for the second half. David's back for the pulsating action of the second half. Yeah, couldn't keep me away. Wild horses wouldn't keep him out changes half-time, exactly the fucking same for the second half, dear listeners. second half going to be a real drama. It's going to turn it into, into the action like you've never seen before. We're still waiting for Rochdale. They're making us wait for a change. Normally we make the opposition wait. Under, course of course, the Mill Parliamentary Act, 1971, the opposition must be made to wait. But today, uh, Rochdale are in breach of that legislation. Here they come now, lost. Even the insults have a half-hearted quality in the cold wind. <laughs> and damp air of the den today. Away we go. I'm just talking about Periscope, this is a live broadcasting to the world. I've done a little bit of that and it is quite nervy, I've got to say. Because um, you get this kind of Tourette's in- style in- inclination to start saying, fuck, and come, with no great purpose. You had to- no, no, no that, that, that would be breaking copyright. You can do your match day reports and anything else. When we were going through the, um, uh, the CPO fight, did a few bits and pieces. Uh, voice to camera type stuff you know um, okay. trying to get people to um, bombard Lewisham with, with um, email and, <laughs> and Twitter yeah. here comes Wallace come down the middle A little ball through towards Tom Elliott that runs through to the goalkeeper and, and clears 46 minutes first break of the second half of the Lions there
2: How much work on this I don't think
0: it's going to disappear so easy right? No, I mean, re- Renewal, I mean, it's, it's said a few times, it's a £1 billion worth of scheme, so there's a, there's a huge amount of money resting yeah. on it. The whole thing, in my opinion, rests on the two sides, Millwall and Renewal, cre- reaching some kind of agreement, yeah. and then it can happen. Um, this is Rochdale, just on the edge of the penalty area. 1-2 there, there's a shot straight into Shaquille, number 24. He's done well so far this game no until until both sides the two protagonists in the drama agree to sit down and reach um, some form of deal whatever that might look like yeah um it it won't be over but everyone wants it to be over i mean it's it's just boring Mm. it goes on forever here come rochdale down the middle they're trying their little moves down the center of the middle they've identified that running at the middle defense will produce opportunities here they are again Shot from the edge of the penalty area. That's through to Martin, who takes it calmly enough. Down on low. 48 minutes. Fred just stopped there, um, waiting for the referee's decision. He's been held, waiting for the referee's decision, and plays on the whistle. Fred, he, he, he lacks, um, he lacks a little bit of football intelligence. Fred, he's, 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 a, he's a good player, yeah. but he's and he's talented, but he just doesn't do the thinking side of it sometimes. He was best player in the first half. Yeah. Like that was just a the moment there. where You think yeah, you know yeah. you, you've got to continue.
2: No one pays to the whistle
0: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a thing of the past. It's like <laughs> paying to the whistle. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing that old kids like me say, isn't it? Feeling yeah. the cold, David. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's harsh, isn't it? <laughs> harsh club mate harsh club it reminds me of my, what,
2: I used to face football Saturday mornings I was 8 years old like <laughs> pissing down in rain or snow dad would be like go
0: on to get out there and play man's <laughs> going yeah. man's going yeah. we're all just coming down the right side this is bobbling around this is Fred it's going to be hoofed clear by the Rochdale defence who said the Rochdale cowboy who was, that was Mike Harding wasn't it the uh, so called comedian they're coming down the middle again all down the middle edge of the penalty area that's another chance shot on goal taken well by David Martin they're just uh, finding some joy coming down our central areas um, yeah they're just finding a little bit too much freedom just running, running out our defence someone needs to um, take on that role I mean uh, uh, we've got Tunnicliffe and, and um, Thompson neither of whom are, are, are doing that kind of uh, work and that, that's where we're, we're giving chances Marlon Romeo caught an awful challenge by the nine everyone on their feet down there crowd won him off Will we get a red second red in the week if so 51 minutes he was caught with an awful challenge by that nine right in front of the bench Romeo's walked away from it so it's not as bad as it might have seemed in the moment it's from the side not from the back I think he got he got a piece of the ball there but um, I think that's what's got in the the yellow rather than the red 52 minutes dear listeners then they come down the right hand side this is the nine villain of the piece a moment ago Given space inside our penalty, Craig bounce over and that's 2-1. 2-1 to Rochdale. Across from the right side, catches Tony Craig, bounces over the goalkeeper and slammed in from close by the Rochdale defender. A lucky break, but there we are. They you've got to create the chance to get the lucky break. So Mill give up a 1-0 lead and go 2-1 behind the Rochdale. Ball catches a deflection off of Craig, and bounces over Martin's head, and is slammed home from close range. So um Touch of luck in there, but they've still got to do the work to get into that position. Sonny Cliff, Harry will love that. He just ran, just put the ball into nowhere there. Nowheresville. And we can see the free kick on the halfway line. Rochdale gaining in confidence, dear listeners. We've given them every opportunity to gain that confidence. But a poor display by the Lions overall. Thompson forward. This is Elliott on the edge of the penalty here. He takes some turns. Good shot on goal. First real shot of the game from Millwall. Well saved by the Rochdale goalkeeper, little substitution, Steve Morrison's coming into the game, Shaquille's coming out, so they're going to go three forwards, three forwards. Immediate impact is Morrison inside the box, what can he do? Cross, goes tumbling, forward tumbling, crowd howling for a penalty. This is Fergus on the left-hand side, straight into trouble. And Rochdale bring away, chance of the 27 distance, takes a shot, that took a deflection, stopped by David Marcy on the line. Aidan O'Brien, of course, injured in that um, epic win there at Leeds last week, but he took a knock, he hobbled out of that game, and he's out for, well, at least the, uh, the bulk of February and, and some of March, we, we think. Um, big loss, I like Aidan O'Brien, we'll miss his, miss his um, goal-scoring opportunities. This is Rochdale coming down our left. Here yeah, they come now, ball into the mix. That's going to be collected by Ryan Tunnicliffe. And Wallace will bring away. So yeah, we're going to miss Aidan O'Brien. There's a nice ball there from Wallace. Tunnicliffe runs into trouble. Stays on his feet. Gets it out wide right. This is Steve Morrison. 61st minute of the game. Inside is, is Wallace. Does a fantastic dummy. That's gone for a, a throw-in. Down by the corner flag. Right-sided the corner flag. Ryan's uh, at last trying to turn the pressure up a little bit. It's been a pretty insipid display by Mill so far. Finally, we seem like we've got some blood flowing flowing through our veins. Turner Cliff now Fred, right side, 63 minutes comes. Fred makes a little run, little chips into the box. Headed over from close by Tom Elliott. Little opportunity there, nice ball in from Fred. Elliott heads over. Overlapping run for Rochdale now, 63rd minute. Into Mill, box, the man checks, he's done well. It's off the head, off the head of the goalkeeper, he didn't know much about that. Panic stations in the middle defence, this is Rochdale on the right-hand side now. I've never seen that, A ball fired in and it actually hit the goalkeeper on the head, but not with him knowing about it. Here's Marlon, little dinky little run, gets clipped on the edge of the penalty area, so it's going to be a free kick, right on the edge of the penalty area, that was almost another opportunity. It's going to be a free kick, right on the edge of the penalty area, a chance for a, a Wallace special.
2: that was definitely
0: outside the area that was outside the area no that was the other one over there I'm not too sure unusually Ferguson's lining up to take this on the right side of the D right on the edge of the penalty area so a shooting opportunity I would say Um, Ferguson's going to take I've not seen him take a direct free kick previously Wallace has walked away from it it would be my natural choice so let's see what what we get there he goes takes that's took a deflection corner right side got a lost ball I think you only got one ball <laughs> got one oh, there it is we found it must have gone down the back of someone's settee over there or something 66 minutes so Lions have this right sided corner seems to have been taking an eternity to get it together but still in it comes right sided that was Wallace it takes ball into the middle it headed away Ferguson again ball back into the middle that's Elliot that's taken good save from the diving header by Tom Elliot there on 67 minutes halfway through the second half. Good opportunity. Line's starting to build some pressure since we've introduced Steve Morrison. We're looking a little bit more dangerous as we go into the last quarter of the game, but we're still chasing a game. We should never be behind him. The cold's getting harsher, David, isn't it? It's, it's like descending like a I imagine this is when you go to the, you know, like this when you go to the South Pole and you're, you're without suppliers and you know your days from safety, the cold was just slowly put you to sleep. But the memories of Millwalls warm me up. I they feel they've done a, a real job on Mill today, to be absolutely honest. 74 minutes, lines breaking forwards. Long ball wide left. This is uh, Fred now, over on the left. Ball from Wallace now. Fred coming into the penalty here. Can he do anything? He's run into trouble. Ferguson overlapping him. This is Wallace, by far our most dangerous player. And I cursed him there by saying it because that was a floated cross to no one but he has looked at most dangerous and a different level of player today. Everyone else has looked rather dull by comparison. Marlon. Pulled into the middle towards Morrison. Trickles through to the goalkeeper. You get a sense it's not going to happen for us today, dear listeners. Not now. Wallace, that's a flick header from Elliot. That's worldwide. 81 minutes. I suppose the replay is actually the worst case scenario in some ways. We want to win it or lose it here today. Um, it's certainly, been a bit of poor performance. I don't think we can dress it up in any other clothes than to say it's been a very um, insipid mill showing after last week's high drama up at Leeds. This has been um, poor stuff by comparison. we obviously got a game against Derby looming on Tuesday night, which should be the main event, as some will see it. But... Um, to go out in these circumstances, if that's how it finishes, will be disappointing, to say the least. One, two, has this released Greg, uh, Jed Wallace, and they call him Greg Wallace, no, he's just run to the trouble, he's now Fergus on the left-hand side, 82nd minute, wins some space into the box, that's clear that the last part of Rochdale Defender, nice little uh, cross in, there's just no one there, and just like Lee is gonna come in for the last few minutes, 04. Fred's coming out, Fred's coming out, um, he's shown moments Fred, uh, not not a great day for him in my opinion, won the penalty in the first half but he's um, not done enough for me. Lee Gregory comes in. Ticking towards 86 minutes, the lines trying to press down the left hand side, trying to win the uh, opportunity to get the ball into the middle. This match on um, all equal terms but still losing at the moment 2-1 It's going to be Craig that pumps it in in the end towards Morrison, he catches a little flick on it falls to Marlon all bouncing around put over the bar by Tom Elliott how did that happen? I mean it was a uh, heroic defence by the, by the um, Rochdale defender there to be fair fell to the feet of, of Tom Elliott and um, the man got a foot in on the shot Just gone for a right sided corner Slow thinking, David, I'm afraid. There's Morrison on the right-hand side, the ball into the middle. Two! Two each! Rebounded off. Oh, goal, I think that was. The goal from the right side. Um, in off the, the Rochdale defender for two all. So, five minutes of extra time. Time for the line still to press on and win it. Just want to watch it again. The crushing to the right-hand side by Steve Morrison. Let's watch the replay. Um, ball on the right, Alston Morrison. all standing, looks like it... Oh, Ben Thompson, excuse me. Ben Thompson starts it I thought coming off the good defender. Ben Thompson equalises for the Lions. Five minutes of overtime. Well, even on a dull day, it's still dramatic down here listeners. The game's still in the balance. Both sides will want to win it or lose it. It's livening the crowd up somewhat at last after the numbing cold of the afternoon. There is to each a game we should never have um, let go. Lines go into the hat on the draw on Monday. Big thank you to our playwright, our thespian, our treader of boards, Mr David Vaughan, for his presence here this afternoon. Thanks
2: for having me, Nick. Can't write
0: a drama like that on the pitch today. <laughs> It finished up in a dramatic way, but that was a poor show by the lines overall. But we're in with another shout. Replay at Rochdale, and um, we go into that on Monday night. Millwall two, Rochdale two. We'll be back after these messages. It's it.
2: Lucas and Michael time.
3: Currently on the way back from the den after a pretty dismal two-all draw. The game itself wasn't all that bad, but uh, the Lions have got to do better than that second-half performance. It was absolutely shocking from start to finish in the second half. Lucky that Ben Thompson pops up with an equaliser at the end, but neither side would have really wanted a replay. A bit embarrassing, really, that we had to bring on a 35-year-old to change the game in our favour. The end product today is probably the worst it's been this season in terms of the actual crossing itself and people making runs for crosses every, every single time Elliot and uh, Fred made the same run and then it gave no option for the cut back or if you went for the high ball then often it was Fred standing at the far post which isn't what you want. It's got to be a bit more intelligent from the Lions the next couple of weeks. Um, some tough games coming up especially Derby on Tuesday and then Reading away next week who are obviously going to be scrapping... For any point they can get, otherwise they're going to drop into a relegation fight. Harris not too happy, but a replay on uh, Spotland on yeah before the Cardiff game. I think actually, I think that'll be the date of the replay. So it's not ideal given it's only three days between that game and the televised Cardiff game. Elliot, Elliot Elliot was unlucky. Just didn't get the support he needed from Fred. He had made the right runs. He got in the end of so He had some good headers. He was in the right right places but the support he was getting was very minimal at best from Fred, who seemed again off the pace. Rochdale played very well down the wings. Um, They struggled with their end product as well as we did in the first half. But the second half, they picked up dramatically and actually, for a team near the bottom of the table, decided to um, bring the ball down and try and play it on the floor a bit more, which was actually quite pleasing to see. A neutral would have been happy with that game. A Millwall fan would not be. Let's just, hope we get, let's just hope we get the win. We're still in the hat. West Ham might be at, but Man United are still in. Yeah, so, so the fifth round is still a possibility, but we'll have to wait and see. Go on, you Lions.
0: You're listening to Octone Millwall.
2: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is
0: second-guess the ring. Huge welcome on the show to an old favourite. Welcome back, Craig Griffiths. Good to have you back, mate.
1: Hello, sir. Good to be back. It's been a while.
0: Yeah, it has been a while. Um I, I don't know. There's like an enforced absence for a little while, wasn't it? Well, I you... think
1: I'm, I'm the face of I'm at the face of the low mass and holloway years. So
3: <laughs> I was never to
0: return. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> um FA Cup football, Craig. Um yeah. the, the few messages caught my attention online yesterday, um, basically saying how dare we, how very dare we, disrespect this grand old competition by making nine changes. Um, I mean, we, we got a performance that nine changes would induce yesterday. Yeah. Um, but I can't help but look at Tuesday night's game, Derby County at home. Neil Harris yeah. has got to keep that in, in mind, mate, hasn't he?
1: He definitely does and I think there's no there's no harm I mean we say we made nine changes I think the fact that we made nine changes was a bigger difference than the quality of the nine changes we made yeah you know we every player that we change maybe with the exception of uh Craig you would easily be able to argue a place for in our in our current team apart from the wide men yeah um, so it's not like we've made a, a, a you know a terrible you know second-hand team coming out it's just I think the fact that we have made nine changes probably made a a bit of a difference to the momentum we had been gathering
3: yeah
0: I mean last week's game at Leeds was epic um, and total commitment Uh, and the thing just doing some pre-match notes before I called you I'm just thinking to myself Derby County second in the table um, not that far behind Wolves Going to be a big game. Going to be another massive performance is needed.
1: Definitely, and I think Harris wanted to. He's always wanted to have competition in his squad. He's always, he's never said that. You know, there's a guaranteed place for anyone, and this is the exact opportunity to give uh, players like Fred up front uh, yeah. to try him out to see if he can score. Really yeah. gutted actually that Aidan O'Brien um, was injured because I think he. It would have been ideal to see him play up front because he is seemingly our most natural finisher at this level.
0: Yeah, I mean, we will miss his goal-scoring ability. There's no two ways about it. Fred yesterday, uh, um, I, I want Fred to do well, um, and I hope no one ever thinks otherwise of me, but um, he, he did look a little bit out of it towards the in the second half especially. He just lacks... What Aiden has is an instinct, isn't it? It's you've got it or you haven't.
1: I mean, people people seem to go off on Aiden, but Harris has already said he's got he's got a finisher's eye. He's just played out on the left because we've already got you know Gregory and, and Morrison, and while those two, you know, Morrison is a is a workhorse that, regardless of the amount of goals he scores, he's pretty much been involved in our three out of our last four goals. Yeah, I mean, um, when scored, he came so, in yesterday,
0: um, we, yeah. uh, we visibly improved. Um, that's a hard fact. Tom Elliott and, and Fred Dinma, alongside Steve Morrison, suddenly yeah. there was a different feeling. Uh, but without him, there was, there, was, there was no real threat. It's, it, it's a difficult... I mean, it's, it's, it's the role of the football manager to take hard decisions. I'm just looking at a couple of comments online. Keith, Keith Macker uh, showing no respect for the FA Cup by making nine changes. Results in a replay we could do without, and I think that's probably a, a fair point. Better to win it or lost lost it yesterday, wasn't it? Really, the replays.
1: Yeah, worst. and I think I think Neil will be disappointed. I think he'll be disappointed in the squad because what we put out should have been able to beat a struggling League One side. Yeah, um, and I think he'll be disappointed in that. Um, but we have got seemingly a, a big enough squad to make those nine changes that you know that those changes will will go back in for that replay. Uh, So hopefully it won't be a detriment to our first team squad. I suppose uh, it depends who
0: we draw on Monday night. I mean, if it's a big game, you might want to commit the the more regular first team squad to to get a big fixture. But I don't know if it's Newport County away or something and not Spurs, then um, you might be less fussed. Um, yeah. One thing I just want to say, I mean Rochdale yesterday did not look like a second from bottom of League League One. I, I kept saying League Two in, in the live piece, but League One, they didn't look like that kind of side. They actually looked quite quite decent
1: going forwards. Yeah, they had some good finishing. I thought yeah. for the for the first goal, especially. I don't know. I can't. Don't know if anyone was to blame for it, but it just looked like a a, a good piece of finishing from from yeah. my perspective yeah, haven't watched the highlights, but. Um, yeah and I think that's that's sort of the thing about the FA Cup isn't it it's a clean slate um actually all records go out the window you yeah. know last year we you know if we were a premiership team last year we would have had you know three games three wins and nine points you know we'd only be only be only be, only be uh 20 points clear of, uh, from safety so yeah. you know that <clears throat> that kind of thing it go it does go out the window and in this regard I think maybe maybe we were tired maybe that we had that kind of um Exhaustion from the events of last week. Yeah, um, after the Lord best of the show, team. isn't it? You yeah, know? exactly.
0: No, I, I thought Rochdale played better than their league position implies. Um, they got forwards. Their wing play was quite attractive at times. They certainly showed us the way to go. Um, so wish them well in in League One. They, they they if they play like that each week, they they shouldn't be in that um, position. But I imagine they don't. <laughs> <laughs> which is why they're second yeah. from bottom oh. of League One.
1: Yeah, league position never lies. So <laughs> that, that's, to... that's for
0: sure. Um, ben Thompson, yesterday, late equaliser. Um, yeah. I, I felt for Ben because he's he's probably not going to get the starts that he clearly needs. Um, there was talk of him going out on loan, which, again, would be a shame because he's a Millwall boy through and through. Yeah. Um, it wasn't his greatest show yesterday, in my opinion. Um, although, as, as as my oppo Harry puts it here, the worst player on the pitch was Tunnycliffe. He's getting fixated on, on <laughs> Tunnycliffe. Um, and, and they did get the goal late, so can't take that away from him. But I just thought he looked a little bit um, out of sorts. He, he's, he's struggling to find a role at the Den, Craig.
1: Yeah, th- this always seems to be the way with, uh, you know, your Millwall through and through players, yeah. John Marquis and Sid Nelson. Uh, have struggled equally. And I don't know if it's the pressure of being a, a fan, someone yeah. who's been to the games there, like that, that, you know, maybe doubles the pressure on you. I, I don't know what it is. Um, but to, saying that, maybe it's just that Thompson isn't quite up to this level yet and just needs a loan spell. Because actually he played quite quite a role um, yeah. earlier on in his career um, and was one of our hardest working players. He's that kind of guy that Neil talks about having that, that Millwall attitude. Um, yeah, and he's that, got that. That. Is, a, that is an example, particularly to younger players coming through. And, I mean, we're going to touch
0: on the, the big question of the week. The 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 uh, what's that ex-player we used to have? The one that played in the cup final for us went to. Oh, um, oh, well, we uh, went, up, went up to Ryan. Liverpool, Everton, Everton. <laughs> what's his name?
1: Um, oh God, yeah, ben, I can't remember him. He, he wasn't really a big deal. It was no big deal. No. <laughs> really Gr- big deal. Grown
0: men are beg- begging like teenage girls <laughs> used to with um, David Essex and, and uh, yeah. David Cassidy in my day, crying their eyes out online. Um, but Ben, I mean, we're talking about loan, but Ben Thompson would be one of the players who'd benefit immensely from seeing and being around Tim Cahill, the way he can conducts himself and the way he, he plays his game. Um, yeah, so loan, yes, but what about working with with Tim Cahill for three well, months? There is
1: there is that, and like I said, he he's he is he is part of our depth, Ben Thompson, and you know, part of the loan I suppose would be for him, part of it would be for us. But actually, if if Neil feels feels like he can mentor him in the squad, yeah, then that's that's going to be There's the a place role. for him. But I just I think people should maybe lower their expectations of Ben, um, you know, when he comes on, because if he, his role is a sub. Yeah. then that's how we kind of have to see him. He's not going to be, you know, our version of Steven Gerrard or, or or Frank Lampard or whoever you want. He, You know, he may, he might not be that yet. He might not be that ever. Um, but, I mean, we hope he is.
0: No, I mean, r- rather like Fred, um, Ben brings more energy than Fred would do. But as with both, you, you do constantly get a sense there's a higher level of player somewhere in there lurking. Um, yeah. You know Ben's energy and Millwall industry uh, has no equal, but you just want him to get that next level, that that ability to to see the move and see the pass.
1: Yeah, um, and I th- I think that I think that might come, you know, with someone like uh, Cahill coming into the squad. Um, I, I I just don't know. The, the thing with Fred is I think he lost a lot of his credibility uh, over the summer about his contract issue. Mm. You know, you can't play, you can't, you can't live off potential forever no. uh, and he kind of he kind of tried to earn a bigger contract based on potential yeah um, nicely so put.
0: I like it <laughs> on the Tim Cahill question Craig where do you stand yes. global superstar willie he, won't he would you have him back
1: i I would have him back um I would my concern and I was thinking about this you know when the whole mm. Furore was coming up because at first when I heard about it I was as excited as probably most people were because he is such a big part of our history. Yeah. You think of Cahill, you think of that... Um, you think of the FA Cup run and everything he, like that. Isn't
0: he, he sums up an era, doesn't he? Oh, you know,
1: yeah. Success. I mean, I remember... I remember you know, I, I, I get goose pimpled now just just actually thinking about it. Yeah. You know, being at the end in uh, Old Trafford. Yeah. Watching the goal come in, what, is him running towards you, helicoptering his shirt over the top of his head. And, you know, me five rows down from where I was sitting. So... <laughs> You know, yeah, I
0: mean, and there's, there's there's the obvious FA Cup run. There's also the success of, of promotion in two thousand yeah. one Major part of that team, he was a, you know, one of our youth um, products, along with um, Stephen Reed, Tim Tim Cahill. Obviously, not not a youth product, but that that kind of
1: side. Yeah, and he he also, for me, when he when he he always talks about his story is he always chose mill for the right reasons you know he talks about having a premiership club and in that respect i think he he holds us in quite high regard and it's yeah. it's nice to have that respect from a player who thinks that my concern is that he will be the second signing who is in into or going into his late 30s that yeah. we will have made during yeah. this window no yeah, true and for me it's i don't know what we're doing by adding a 34 year old and a 38 year old, when we're not quite pushing for promotion.
0: No, I mean both same when... short term moves, don't they? I? Mean Jason yeah. Chakel. I don't know how you say his name, but I'm going to say Chakel because it's got more of an exotic <laughs> twist to it, and I, from, I kind of like that idea. From
1: which province in France is he from? <laughs> <laughs> Le, Le Derby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I mean, he he was all right yesterday. Um, I understand online he was ill in the morning but wanted to play, so that's to his credit. And he didn't do a bad job, made one great tackle in the first half. I don't know if they've shown that on the highlights, but it was a goal stopping challenge and he had to get the the, the tackle timed right. Um, And he was all right. I mean, I wouldn't say I'd play him over Hutchinson at the moment, but who, who replaced. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's not a long-term signing, Craig, is he? No, you know? I
1: think that's the thing that worries me is that actually we seem to get you know Savile and Wallace, um, even you know people like Tunnicliffe, Ferguson. They all seem to be you know young players, or really? at least you know coming into their prime, and they're they're good for us for the next you know three to five years. Where you know you see Neil has a plan of maybe pushing up and and, and challenging for promotion in the future. Yeah, whereas. Cahill, yes, it might invigorate. It. He might. It might be with a view of becoming a coach or something like that, which is fine. Yeah, and uh, mentoring those players. But having two players bought in your window, um, over thirty-five, it almost feels like a waste of money because, as it currently goes, Touchwood, where we 're going into mid table mediocrity, which is fantastic for this season, <laughs> but um, when you hit mid table mediocrity what are you what are you buying players for if not for the future and and i don 't think a thirty four year old and a thirty eight year old is necessarily building for the future and next season
0: no, no, I know what you mean um, it's it 's more the influence that indefinable intangible star quality glow that Cahill, we hope, will bring. Um, Yeah. You know, his his eyes are on the Australian bid in the World Cup. Um, We we shall see. I don't know if we should entertain guaranteed starts for him, Craig. If that's a deal-breaker, then I think it will have to be a deal-breaker. I think he's got to fit into the squad as as suits Millwall FC.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm sure towards the end of his Everton career, he was playing up front. Yeah, he was. Um, And actually... If it means we've got a striker who can score regularly, I'll take him. <laughs> Even if it means crossing 50 balls into the, you know, as high as we can, because he can leap above everyone. Well, he's um, certainly
0: a striker who can score goals. He's been yeah. there, seen it and done it. Um, we, we we are very um, mundane without Steve Morrison. Um, So if we we kind of do this, um, you know, kind of uh, antique roadshow style duo of Morrison and uh, Cahill, there's there's a possibility there of some sort, isn't there?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I think it wouldn't be a bad thing. I think we have struggled with goals up front. And um, in some ways, there is only so long. I know Morrison said about, you know, he's... It you know it took him 20 games to score his first goal when he first came to us, and, he did, and then he was yeah. off and rolling. But yeah. it just doesn't feel like, you know, it doesn't feel like necessarily Gregory is off and rolling. It no. feels like you know his most of his goals are still coming from penalties and stuff. Um, uh, and Morrison's you know worth a goal in terms of his work rate, uh, but actually if we we just now need a finisher. We need unfortunately someone a bit more like Aidan O'Brien in his finishing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so, I agree. We shall see. Um, I was just on a tangent, I was looking at Tim Cahill's Twitter feed um I, I never realized this he's, he's done his own line of books tiny tiny timmy or something it's like a, a kid's line of books um Brilliant. yeah i mean I, I couldn't couldn't get any examples i'm gonna do some more research on tiny timmy um which puts you in mind of the um the christmas carol isn't it that tiny tim god bless us all one and yeah, all yeah yeah fades away and dies in one, you, in one do, scenario
1: do, you, do we think you'll be doing a book signing at every away game <laughs>
0: The ghost of Timmy Past, we got home, he is, and not <laughs> Timmy Future. Um, but yeah, I mean, star quality, he's, he's on a, a website with Nelson Mandela, who's, who's clearly faded away as well, but um, yeah. a few other stars. So he, he'll bring a star quality that I don't know if that's Millwall or not really. We're not really a star side, are we? But um, Tony Craig on, on, on the kind of downside of stardom. Yes. Um, um, word on the street, on the net. Is that was his last start in a Mill shirt yesterday? Three hundredth appearance. Um, probably going to move. I think Bristol Rovers Craig are, are being talked about as his um, potential move.
1: Yeah, um, and I think I think that'd be a good move for him.
0: I think so. Um, I've got a lot of time for Tony Craig. He gets a lot of abuse online, doesn't he? But I've got a lot of time for him.
1: Yeah, I think I think you know we 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 make a lack of quality as being sometimes a lack of effort, but. Actually, sometimes it's just the fact that you know his level, especially as he gets older, probably is further and further down the leagues. Yeah, <clears throat> he's been a, he's been a great servant to us. Um, he's uh been there for two promotion campaigns now, two trips to yeah, Wembley yeah. that we've won, um, including one where he's dancing on crutches. So I'll always remember that. And um, he's won promotion at Brentford. Um, yeah, so you know, he, league, he's great for getting out of League One. one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> League One player. I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't think there's any dishonor in that. It, it's, you know, you mentioned effort. You, no one critic or, or friend or foe or, or or whatever you want can ever criticize his effort. No, um, and I, I think that sometimes we, you know, we elevate this idea at Millwall that we, we love a trier and we love a bloke that gives everything, and then we we, we slate him off at the same time when he his limitations are exposed. Um, He's of that genre of um, Jimmy Abdu, uh Tony Craig, yeah. uh, Paul Robinson. You'd put them all in in the same sentence. Great players, but of limited um, potential.
1: Yeah, I think I think Craig possibly wins the uh, the hatred race out of all three of them. I don't, I'm not sure why. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> i not sure why. I don't know if it's because Jimmy scored that Leeds goal and because and Robbo was a servant and a fan and everything like that. But yeah, something about Craig people just don't like. I mean, I think the rest of the squad are going to be worried because as soon as he leaves, we've got to find someone else to hate. So. That's Aidan
0: O'Brien. Come on, you know. he's, he's already um, <laughs> well, sketched you out. You the never line. know
1: if if the Tannycliff campaign takes uh, takes true true true, <laughs> true speed. <laughs>
0: Harry's getting his t-shirts, he's got a whole line of t-shirts. Yeah, exactly. Tannecliffe fan club.
1: We should vote for it like for a fan on the board.
0: <laughs> before we move on um and close out, Craig, I just want to look at the league table. Um just before we spoke, I was I was looking at us. So we're 15th at the moment. Um yeah. played 28, won 8 drawn 10, lost 10. The the lost 10 part is, is intriguing because Sheffield United in seventh position, um, just two points off of Fulham mm. in sixth spot, have also lost 10. The difference being they've won the 14 and only drawn four. We've only won eight and drawn 10. It's it's the draws we need to convert to wins, don't we, to take us yeah, up. And-
1: and those away games, you know, Harris has talked about how many points have we dropped yeah. or let go away. Yeah. Um I was looking and saw that we were something like eighth in the table at home. Yeah. And then apart until until the win at the weekend, we were twenty-fourth away. We we'd had six points away from home and we were bottom. Yeah. You know, so that it's just
0: It's the scoring goals question because again yeah. conceded thirty three Sheffield United, my example that I'm going back to. They've only conceded 32. Um, they've scored <laughs> one third more goals than us. That's where the the um, that's where the problem lies, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and and that's that's the thing. With this issue about you know maybe we are bringing Tim Cahill, yeah. maybe because he's he's potentially worth a goal a game if you if you can get as many corners as we we seem to be getting against teams and stuff like that. You know, yeah. and you can get above everyone else. So maybe it's that little extra bit of quality that we're looking for. Um, but I think. We need to do something up front. I don't I'm not saying we need to sign someone or anything like that, but something needs to change. And I know we I know Neil Harris is trying to be loyal to Gregory. He's, he's kind of helped bring him through after Holloway kind of treated him a bit like crap. Yeah. Um but maybe just maybe Which... we need to try someone else. Maybe we need to try, you know, Fred a bit more if he is that good, if he has got that potential. Yeah. Maybe we need to try more with Morrison and take that risk. The problem with the championship is I think Um, one of the guys you've been to in a few uh, weeks before, is that you don't try players in the Championship. No, you don't. You need need ready-made players. And um, I think potentially when we do officially get that, you know, we're solidly mid-table and probably not going to go down, maybe we do start trying that out. Experiment a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I want to close out on a a wider issue. I don't know if you saw the Liverpool-West Brom game on the TV last night. (laughs) Um,
1: yeah, I just I just watched the highlights to see what this this
0: is V A R Um yeah. now th- this is like marmite, Craig, and I'm um, interested to see where you stand on the question. Yeah. I I like the idea of video review in football, but it's got to be a lot yeah. quicker than how it turned out last night where <coughs> half the first half was paused whilst the, um, some bloke in London reviews uh, video evidence it, it it can't be like that it's got to be it's got to be different if they're going to use it
1: yeah i mean so i'm a i mean I, listeners might know if they've heard also i'm a massive american football fan yeah, and i yeah. play and coach it and everything like that um and i'm a big fan of their system there and theirs has probably gone so far now that they actually can't figure out what rules are rules and everything like that but um, I'm a big fan of get, it, it was brought in in American football to get obvious decisions that would change games get yep. those ones correct yep. and I think that's what they've tried to do with VAR yeah. the problem is people are saying as soon as they get it wrong it's like oh it's never going to work which I don't think is true um, because I think if you want to get rid of VAR we can't we can no longer complain about offside decisions no. being wrong uh, penalty decisions being wrong, red card decisions being wrong. Can't complain about it because we have the option to to try and bring it in. I think you're right that it needs to change in how it's done. Yeah. So they're trying to do it from what looks like a remotely um, is, is remotely, which is what they've brought in in American football, which is actually um been a real test of consternation uh, a, a thing of consternation among yeah. fans because it's now being decided by you know places who aren't people who aren't even at the game yeah um I think it should be um similar to to rugby and everything like that where you've got someone in in, in the, the stadium, stadium.
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um and there's and communication
0: also, Craig because I,
1: yeah I, I think there needs to be a time limit on it as well because yeah. some of them you know they've given the goal they're about to set up and then all of a sudden, he's getting something in his ear saying, oh, well, you may want to look at it, when actually, they need to, you know, that that review needs to be happening immediately and thinking, actually, what's the issue here? Um, I mean, there, the must other-
0: be, there must be ways around this because at the moment, as it panned out in the West Brom, I mean, the decisions were, were corrected and yeah. wrongs were rioted. So I, yeah. I think that's to its credit. The slowness is the issue because that's – attacking the fundamental basis of football as against, um, American football, baseball, Absolutely. that's, that's yeah. in tennis cricket. It's a stop, start, yeah, baseball, which football isn't, is it?
1: Yeah. And I think maybe it needs to change to, um, it's given as a referee is called unless he gets a thing. Whereas yeah. what I think referees are using it as is oh, I don't want to get this one wrong. Yeah. Let me go to the booth. Yeah. Um, yeah, or, or, or whether they put in a challenge system instead. So, you know, um, coaches call
0: cool. they have that. Every in, coach, um, every half
1: has has one one or two challenges, and if it is a if it is a goal that they think is an offside, yeah. they throw out a flag and say, "I want to double check that was an offside."
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I, I I I'm a supporter of the idea of it. I mean, I, I, some aren't. They they say that it attacks the um, uh, the the, the human error quality of football which is fine when it suits you but mm. not so fine when it goes against us i'm thinking back to the england goal in the world cup a few years ago which should yep. bounced across and spun back out uh, goal not given go- a game-changing yeah. moment um, but
1: no one's complained about the old goal line technology since it's come in everyone seems to be happy with it when it when it gives a goal possibly because it's more instant but yeah. you know that's an example of technology going right i think the other thing that I think Alan Shearer has mentioned is the interpretation of the rules.
2: Yeah,
1: that if they're going to use this, then that needs to be crystal clear. Yeah, you know, what is definitely a red card? What is definitely a penalty? Um,
0: yeah,
1: and what and and in terms of Steve Morrison's got uh, Steve Morrison being called for offside. What is definitely offside? Yeah, um, so <coughs> it'll be interesting
0: communication with a crowd. Um, I think Danny Baker must have had a few jars last night. He posted some (laughs) rant about... um, uh, Var turns supporters into uh, passive consumers. I don't know what yeah. they are now, anyway. But uh, the, yeah,
1: no, I didn't. I don't. I don't. I did not think that turned into passive consumers. I think half and half scarves and <laughs> eight pound, eight pound pie and pints turned them into passive spectators. It's like going to the cinema or the theatre now. Some of the prices It's ridiculous.
0: I think he have one of his large glasses of red that he posts yes. online each night, and uh, maybe a second or something. Yeah. Um, Neville Southall um, says VAR is not for fans; it's for TV and to keep the rich clubs happy. you must not upset them. Soon there'll be nothing to talk about on the way home from the game. Every decision must be right. It's boring, says Neville. Um,
1: um, I, I just don't think that's true. You know, if if you're one of those fans who's think of uh, Maradona, yeah, you know, the handball, the handball. Yeah. If if someone said, oh. But isn't it a good talking point that you get to go home? <laughs> well, from it is. There We're and... still
0: talking about it. Yeah, um, exactly. Was but, it thirty years know, later? Wouldn't,
1: wouldn't you prefer to have the talking point <laughs> instead of going to go into the World Cup
0: final? Uh, not really, mate. <laughs> I, I, I would sooner that the you know as speedily as it possibly can. I think that I'm trying to think. There's a sport that do impose a time limit on on video review, Craig. Is it rugby league? That if or is it? Um, there's one where if you if the oh, referee can't call it inside. 20 seconds video referee, then it goes yeah. with the on-field decision.
1: Well, the, I know in American football, if if they snap the next play yeah. before before there's a review made or a challenge made, then that things then have moved that on. Negates it, it's yeah. on to the next play. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, you know,
0: I I don't see it going away, dear listeners. I, I see it being part of the game, but it's got to be quicker, Craig. I think that's probably we can agree on that yeah. much, can't we?
1: And I think if people turn their energy instead of to, to trying to just outright deny it actually saying okay we'll, we'll take it but this need it needs to follow these rules or you know it needs to be no longer than this or like you said have a time limit on it or yeah um yeah done from inside the stadium and the other thing is the fairness of it because you know this isn't going to happen in league one and two stadiums no. because they <laughs> They you know, can't afford it. They can't afford it. <laughs> Was it Scotland?
0: Um, Scottish League football doesn't have it because they can't afford it. They just came out yeah. and said that, which I think is yeah, brave.
1: So it will be, it'll be literally for uh, probably it will be one of those terms for if you become a championship or premiership club, you yeah. must install your VAR system.
0: Which is how it works in Major League Baseball. You don't get it at any lower level. I think even in yeah. – it's only Test Match or um, Major League one-day cricket that has it. So Yeah. That's how it is. Um, there we are. Vore, vor, what is it good for? <laughs> <laughs> I've stolen that from Mike Carrollin. <laughs> Big thank you to Craig Griffiths. We got there in the end, mate. Um, we listeners did. won't realise I've had the psychedelic quality of having my own voice in my own head because of some sound issue we've got, but I'm hoping it recorded well. So thank you, Craig. Let's no do problem. this more often, mate. It's good. Absolutely. Yeah, nice good one. To meet you again. Good to hear from you again. You've been listening to Octune Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week and we are out of here.